1: As we segue to competition and things starting to reach a boiling point, and we could see it, and we talked to Jason the all off-season about it, is UCF now recruiting as that Power 5 school. So they're trying to go after the kids Florida's going after. The kids Florida State and Miami are going after, and a lot of the other programs in the country. And certainly they get off to a quick start last week against a team that they needed to play in the opener but now it gets a little bit for real because they're going to be playing an ACC opponent that lost last week and Louisville and Jason Beattie who covers the uh, UCF Knights for the Orlando Sentinel is kind enough to join us Jason thanks so much for taking the time and pretty good start pretty good start you always want to get those lesser opponents uh, as your first one or two so you can see who who you have and what you got
0: yeah, absolutely. They uh, they did what they needed to do, and I think they you know they they were ready for you know just to hit someone else and get out in the field and play in front of fans. And it's a you know no disrespect to South Carolina State. I think they're a great HBCU program. They obviously you know did some things last season, but it was a good warm up game for UCF, especially heading into Louisville this Friday.
1: You know, listening and and writing, listening to you, uh, and and also reading a lot of your stories. The one thing that uh, Coach Malzon was talking about is, we just got to see and we take a look at as many players as they as we can, just to see what we have. And obviously, that's a game like Miami had and a couple of other schools where, you're in the third quarter and, and most of the kids you don't recognize. The average person doesn't recognize. <laughs> talk about the importance of that because you know down the line starting this week it's it's not going to get any easier you got a couple of really good teams obviously you stay in the state of Florida until uh, until the early part of October but at the same time your opponents are going to get better and better, and they're going to they're going to bring that same mentality as UCF has to to the game. Talk about that and getting a chance to look at some of those kids, and also some of the front line players who didn't have a chance to grab a starting role last year.
0: Yeah, definitely. They they had a good opportunity, in late in the game, they actually kept UCF starting quarterback. They kept him in the game, John Rice Pumley, uh, early until the fourth quarter just to get him game reps because he was making his first start at quarterback in a couple of seasons, but, you know, defensively, we got to see some guys South Carolina state had like an eight minute drive in the fourth quarter where we got to see, uh, you know, some of the, you know, some second string, third string guys, uh, you know, name you might recognize Jamal Johnson, uh, young, you know, young freshman making some moves making some big plays. KT Thompson, another freshman that saw the field, um, you know, they had a good opportunity to show what they're made of and, um, I think some of those guys that, you know, got to see the field late in the game, you know, it's it's an opportunity for them to show to, you know, the coaches, hey, you know, this is, you can call on me when you need me and this is what I provide and bring to the table. So um, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm sure not all those freshmen will play. Uh, some of the younger players will play against Louisville, but, uh, you know, who knows, maybe if something caught the eye of a coach, you know, maybe just see the, Field on special teams or getting that rotation of key positions.
1: you know when you take a look at it okay I mean you, you, you talk to different coaches like this year last year at this time Miami played Alabama to open up the uh, open up the year and obviously that's the the ultimate <laughs> the ultimate in, <laughs> in trying to see what you have I mean obviously you're going to find out and then some uh, and Miami looked kind of average with 24 missed tackles so the thing for UCF obviously, coming into this game, was to learn to do things the right way. I mean, make the tackles, be where you need to be, uh, no matter who the opponent is, just because this week, like I said, it's going to be stepped up uh, quite a bit speed-wise, size-wise. You know, the competition is going to kind of improve. Talk about a couple of kids maybe early on in that game that surprised you that maybe you said, oh, you know what, I'm not real, real sure. I got to see them play.
0: Yeah, you know, I think... um... You know, UCF obviously added a couple of newcomers, a ton of transfers from the portal, and, you know, obviously you when you add transfers, you're, you know, kind of basing it off your film. You know, you're just kind of trusting what you, you know, the film never lies, but you're trusting the film, and, and um, you know, they, they had fall camp, obviously, but actually getting out on the field in front of fans under the bright lights, you never know what you're going to get, so um you know specifically they added two wide receivers javon baker from alabama who had you know i think a team high catches and receiving yards a a touchdown or two and he looked really impressive and then on the other on the flip side they had kobe hudson from auburn who i thought was going to be much more of an impact and there's obviously time this season to you know change the narrative of course but he didn't have that too great of a game i mean he didn't get that many targets so um and, and they all had a couple drops and there's areas to improve. But at that receiver position I was I was really impressed from Javon Baker and Um, you know some of the plays he's made and of course they have Ryan O'Keefe returning and he had a a stellar catch but um, you know we we also got to watch Kamori Gamble in a UCF uniform for the first time a Florida Florida transfer so and he seems to be fitting in pretty well so they have some newcomers on offense I mean you look at the impact players who made an impact in that game it was mostly transfers of course Plumlee quarterback is the big one.
1: You make a point about Gamble because here's a guy who played under Pitts when he was younger. So he had an opportunity to learn quite a bit, you know, in that year, year and a half uh, that he was up there. And certainly he's grown. He's more mature. He played a combination in high school when he was down here in high school of a wide receiver, tight end type of player now he's getting bigger and stronger and obviously uh you know when you mature like that you become you know a, a big time force what about the offensive line I mean that you know I know last year at times that became a problem uh, I know that uh you and coach Malzahn had addressed that in a, in a few games against uh, bigger opponents where you know he wasn't totally satisfied the date were they pleased with what uh, what they put out in the early part of the game yeah i
0: think you know at times um the pocket did break down on john rice bonley it, it allowed him to escape the pocket a couple times and you know they, they south carolina state there were a couple different things of them that i felt like they could have handled better i i'll be honest i don't think it was the best offensive line performance by any means to be honest with you which is a little concerning against an you know an fcs opponent where you know you think physically the players are a little smaller than fbs um again no disrespect to south carolina state but uh, you know, a couple transfers they added, left tackle, right tackle, Tylen Grable and Ryan Sobota, you know, at times didn't perform their best. You know, Sam Jackson is a guy, a guard that can play left or right. I think he was at, starting at left. Uh, he had a couple missed opportunities to, you know, get in the right protection. So I felt like running the ball, UCF, you know, they had a, you know, Isaiah Bowser and Johnny Richardson, they were able to have some success, of course, but, um, really, when you look at the running yards, you know, John Rice ran for almost 100 yards, but most of the time it was because he had to skip the pocket and extend the play on his own. So I feel like Gus Malzon was pleased with what he saw from this offensive line, but there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, and it's a big test this week against Louisville.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, obviously, yeah, the fans uh, got their appetite wet a little bit. Uh, now they're excited. <laughs> As you said, the bounce house was. Uh, going by, because that's the one thing about UCF now they're going to being on campus like that uh, having a program that's headed towards uh, being a power five program you're going to get a lot more interest the competition level is going to heat up as you said a lot of fans in the South Florida area uh, follow UCF and uh, they're going to want to watch you they're going to want to follow you. let everybody know how they can follow you on social media and also uh, read some of the things that you're writing
0: yeah, absolutely. At the real BD on Twitter, of course, Orlando Uh, You know, daily UCF coverage leading up to this week and beyond.
1: Good stuff, Jason. As always, man. Thank you so much. We'll hook up with you plenty. It's going to be an exciting season, a season that uh, could lead to a really good bowl at the end of the year.
0: Yep, absolutely. Thank you, Blue.
1: Good stuff. Jason So uh, Orlando Sentinel uh, covering those UCF Knights. And, uh, yep, they're in the mix now. I mean, we have the big three, but it's got to be the big four because they're going to be a Power 5 team and uh, they've certainly, not being a Power 5 team, they've kind of uh, put their mark on uh, college football, as you know. You follow football, you know that UCF are now getting a lot more kids from the state of Florida, a lot of them uh, from South Florida, as he mentioned, Kemore Gamble, uh, amongst others, Jamal Johnson. So it, it's good to see that. Uh, no matter what you call your car or why you're letting it go, Nation will buy it, and you don't have to buy one from them. They are paying top dollar right now. Any make, any model, car, truck, van, or SUV, AutoNation will buy it. It's super easy to get an appraisal. Just stop into any of their stores or appraise it yourself at AutoNation.com. The appraisal value is valid for seven days or 500 miles, whichever comes first. Best of all, you'll receive your payment right on the spot. So if you're ready to let your car go, AutoNation is ready to buy it. Visit your nearest AutoNation store or AutoNation.com and get top dollar for your car today. All appraisals are subject to in-store verification, vehicle condition, and mileage. Some restrictions may apply. See stores for details. What drives you? Drives us at AutoNation. And as I mentioned before, one of our sponsors year-round, can't say enough, University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute's Their experts treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. That's (sighs) uhealthsportsmedicine.com.
2: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.